Shavua Tov, everybody. Welcome to our podcast on Yom HaAtzma'ut, Parashat Tazriyah Mitzorah. To see a world in a grain of sand and a heaven in a wildflower. Hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. When we hear these words by William Blake, we are urged by a voice from above to take a new look at our lives, to take note of the impossible beauty that is always hiding in plain sight. The Hachamim would call this higher form of consciousness a way of connecting with the Nes Nistar, the hidden miracle that is existence itself. On Yom Ha'atzmaut, we don't even need to conjure this level of effort. On Israeli Independence Day, we can marvel at a true Nes Nigla, the open miracle that is proclaimed not only by the resurrection of the state of Israel after two millennia of diaspora, but also in the very fact of its continued existence each and every day. What do you think of when you hear that word, Yisrael, Israel? For me, I can't help but recall the great struggle that Yaakov Avinu went through on that fateful night before he finally reconnected with his brother Esav. Like the state of Israel, Yaakov was all alone. Yet he overcame a tremendous challenge to emerge victorious. And even though he was wounded in this battle, he had grown so much from the experience that God changed his name to Yisrael. Because you struggled with the divine and with man, and yet you prevailed. This word Israel captures so much more than just the name of one individual. It is a living symbol the embodiment of overcoming a tremendous challenge and knowing and insisting that victory will always have the last word in our story, no matter how wounded we become, no matter how many losses we need to endure along the way. In this week's parasha, we read about the laws of a woman who gives birth to a child. According to the Torah, the process of childbirth renders the mother impure, but this is very strange. In the eyes of God, life is the epitome of purity. And it's death that defiles. So why would this woman who acted as the ultimate life giver be considered tameh or impure? It seems that in the view of the Torah, the exit of the baby which symbolizes life from the mother's body can be seen as a loss of direct contact with life. And therefore deems the mother impure. And to add to that, if I learned anything on my OBGYN rotation in the hospital this year, usually not by my own choice, mind you, I'll leave it at this, some things are better left to the imagination. It's that every delivery straddles the border of life and death. It forces us to come face to face with the very thin line between order and chaos. I can testify to you that every baby that is born is truly lucky to be alive. And every mother that gives birth is incredibly fortunate to have made it through such a stressful process. So at the end of her waiting period, the new mother must bring two korbanot, an Allah and a hatat, a burnt offering and a sin offering with the hatat, the sin offering symbolizing the end of her impure state and the Allah embodying a joyful gesture of thanksgiving to the Almighty for an instance of unmerited divine grace. 
Make no mistake, the founders of the State of Israel knew exactly what they were doing when they established Yom HaZikaron, Remembrance Day for the Fallen Soldiers of Israel, and Yom HaAtzma'ut, Israeli Independence Day, on back-to-back dates. Just like the childbearing woman, the Yoledet, the birth of the modern State of Israel straddles that very thin line between life and death. These two days have become a mighty statement by the nation of Israel that even after 6 million souls were lost after the Holocaust, even after 25,000 Israeli soldiers were killed in defense of our homeland, we will never forget what it means to be Am Yisrael. And we proclaim wholeheartedly in the Hallel, Lo amut ki I will not die, but I will live to proclaim the works of God. I remember on a bar mitzvah trip a few years ago in Israel, I was walking with my family in Jerusalem and we stumbled upon a plaza with a plaque on the wall that read as follows. Ko amar Adonai sevaot. So says God, There will again come a time when elderly men and women will sit in the streets of Jerusalem. They're going to be so old, they're going to have canes in their hands. And boys and girls will fill the streets. Playing in those very streets. And when I lifted up my eyes, I could not believe what I was seeing. Little children playing soccer and senior citizens making their way down the street. The perfect fulfillment of this ancient prophecy. At that moment, with tears in my eyes and electricity running down my spine, I simply stood and marveled at this remarkable sight. I had to take it all in. I thought about how many thousands of my ancestors would have given anything just to be standing in my shoes at that very moment. And now looking back at this memory, I read through the rest of chapter 8 from Zechariah. It says, Many nations, mighty ones at that, will come to seek out God in Jerusalem. To greet the face of God. So says God. In those days, Ten different people from different languages among the nations will come and they're going to grab onto the coattails of a Jewish man saying, We want to go with you. We want to follow you because we heard that God is with you. We are witnessing before our very eyes the fulfillment of these prophecies after so many years. Israel is making peace with UAE, Bahrain, Morocco. Israel is bringing water and light to Africa. Israel is revolutionizing agriculture, medicine, and technology. Eretz Israel, Medinat Israel, is a shining beacon of morality and democracy in a region plagued with terror and violence. In the words of the great poet Shai Agnon, the state of Israel is Reshit Semihat Geulatenu. It's the beginning of the flowering of our redemption. So, to come full circle, if you're looking for a miracle, if you're looking for a Nes Nigla, look no further than the state 
of Israel. This is where fantasy becomes a reality. This is where prophecy becomes actualized truth. This is where death is turned into life. Just like the childbearing woman, Israel has gone through tremendous challenges to get to where it is today. But like a Holocaust survivor told us, we will never forget who we are. We are named for our grandfather Yisrael. No matter how much we must overcome, we will always emerge victorious. Am Yisrael Chai.